0: You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by Pastor Dan Stalbaum.
1: Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the program. This is a Morning Breath. We are a drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. It is Christmas, Christmas. No, it's Christmas Eve, Eve. 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 There we go. Yeah, December gosh. 22nd. Yeah, December 22nd. It's coming Tuesday. up. So glad you guys could be with us. Take time out of your busy day, but we are rolling into Christmas, and we hope you're ready because uh, you don't have much time left. If you don't, our prayers are with you this Christmas. I know that Christmas hits uh, so many different people in so many different ways, yeah. and sometimes it can be one of the toughest times of the year for some people and the best times of the year for other people, and so we don't take either one of those uh, for granted or lightly. Uh we're grateful for all those who are rejoicing and having a having a great time this Christmas, but we also uh we mourn with those that mourn are dealing with things this Christmas. God yeah. God bless you guys, and we're praying for you. So anyway, welcome to the program. We're drive time Devotion, and what we do is read a chapter of the Bible, spend some time in the word do a do a morning devotion with Jesus, and then we come down to the studio here at the Meredith Island campus of East Coast Christian Center, read the chapter on the air and then talk about wherever the Lord leads us in the chapter. My co-host today is Pastor Christian Hurston. How are you doing, Pastor Christian? I'm
2: doing great. Excited to be here. And I just thought the Lord impressed this on my heart. I want to share it on that idea of it's Christmas season is, you know, my wife has got fond oh, memories of Christmas, oh, 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 oh. but I've learned, like, you start counting down, hey, we're 35 days from Christmas back in November, and, like, it can create that sinking stomach feeling <laughs> to where I'm like, I'll be a little more careful. I'll be like, instead, I'll say, hey, honey, I just took care of four Christmas tasks, and she's like, oh, okay, I feel better now. <laughs> and so... Oh,
1: so you're saying that it weighs on her if oh, you yeah. say that yeah, stuff Yeah, just all early. the stuff that comes yeah, yeah, with yeah, yeah. it. So yeah.
2: even for those of you who aren't dealing with, like, tough feelings of long, you know, ones who are no longer here, like loved ones, I've just, I've made it a vow, you know, this week that said, I'm going to relieve the stress, not add to it of, hey, we still need to do 17 things. So
1: what that's like is like a turkey farmer. Yeah. And so he's like, man, only three weeks till Thanksgiving and (laughs) he's going to sell all these turkeys. And that's really great news to him. Yeah. But it's not such great news for the turkeys. No, they're not excited about it. So it it just depends on your perspective. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Turkey farmer. Yeah. That's one of them turkey farmer uh, wisdom things. I know. like them. There's some good stuff there. Just pulled that right out of the air. Yeah. Anyway, tell folks how to get
2: involved. The easiest way is on our East Coast app. You can get that on the Apple or the Google Play Store, and it's just called East Coast app. It's got a blue background with a, a white East Coast logo in the middle, and on there, you can get all the information that you ever need for events, past sermons, morning breath episodes. You can also get that information on our website at eccc.us. You can also follow us on social media. So Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, we have encouraging content every single day for you. Or if you prefer, you can call the church offices at 321-452-1060. And we would love to either email or mail out a devotion guide or any information that you ever want to know about East Coast.
1: Yeah. love to do it. Yeah. What else is going on? We got a couple of, uh, now I guess the biggest announcement is?
2: Christmas Eve. Christmas, and Christmas Eve, Eve services. Eve.
1: Yeah. yeah. Eve, Eve, and Eve. Yeah. So 23rd, evening of 23rd, yeah. afternoon and evening of the 23rd, as well as the 24th. And then we do have services. No services Saturday night. Which people, we need to get the word out on that. Yeah, so they know. Uh, no sure service on out. Saturday night. And then just one service at all our campuses on Sunday morning following th- uh, Christmas because of, uh, you know, doing all those services all through the week. Yeah. Uh, we're just going to do one. And I'm actually going to do them all. Yeah. I'm going to travel around to all the campuses. First time I've ever done this. Man. Go to all four campuses and preach.
2: That is cool. And you'll be on the weekend broadcast for the, the online. So five campuses.
1: Holy moly. That's a lot. Holy moly. Yeah. Yeah. I want yep. to pray for you. Yeah, you do that.
2: I'm going to. That's going to be Plus great. Christmas though. Eve. Yeah. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Yeah. It's going to be great. This is a time to really invite people to church. I don't know the exact statistic, but it's in the upper 80%. It says that people are so likely to say yes if you invite them on Christmas Eve. It's just something that they're drawn to, and they would love to be a part of it. And this is a great service. It's less than an hour. Pastor Dan's going to be preaching at all locations. You don't want to miss that. It's yeah. going to be family-friendly. And it's going to be a lot of fun. So make sure that you invite someone.
1: Yeah, and and we do have some. Uh, I don't know if there are any more available. But we had some boxes, invite boxes. Yeah, I
2: think we may have a few more.
1: We might have a few more. So yeah. if you call the office, uh, probably be the only way at this late dates, twenty second to get yeah. get one. Call the office, find out if we have any more. The invite box. It's a simple tool, nice little box with some goodies in it, as a way to present uh, the tickets. And again, we have tickets. We have tickets not because they cost money, but because we want to have the right amount of people in the room, keep safe, and and all of those types of things. And so uh, just got to get on board to get your ticket, and that's one of the ways you can do it. That's great. Yeah, man. So let's get into it. All right. What? Go ahead.
2: So sorry, sir. I defer to you. No, no. I'll be so quiet.
1: Okay. Matthew. bad for radio. Matthew
2: 16.
1: (laughs) Matthew 16. I'm going to read New King James. What about you?
2: Message translation today. Message translation. Well... Interestingly.
1: Good. Yes. I listened one of the my one of the times I listened to it yeah this morning while I ate my breakfast was in the message That's translation. Cool. So I listened to it in the message. Yeah. And I believe I listened to it in the New American, no, NLT. Yeah. And then I, of course, read it and studied it Yeah. New King James. It
2: was funny today is I listened to the message maybe four times as I was getting ready this morning, and it was on the fourth one that I really got the rev that I want to share. And so the revelation popped off the... The rev. Yeah, it really jumped out. Anne-Marie was right there next to me. I said, ooh, I'd never heard that before. Uh, And so I'm excited.
1: Okay. So I'm only going to read through verse 12.
2: Okay, that's a good break.
1: Yeah, there's a good break there, and it's close to halfway as far as content. Yeah. And uh, I just don't want to stop in the middle of that interchange about who he is. Wisdom. Let's do it.
2: All right, I must say unto you,
1: read, sir. Then the Pharisees and Sadducees came, and testing him, that he would show them a sign from heaven. He answered and said to them, When it is evening, you say, It will be fair weather, for the sky is red. And in the morning it will be foul weather today, for the sky is red and threatening. Hypocrites, you know how to discern the face of the sky, but you cannot discern the signs of the times. A wicked and adulterous generation seeks after a sign, and no sign shall be given it except the sign of the prophet Jonah. And he left them and departed. Now when his disciples had come to the other side, they had forgotten to take bread. Then Jesus said to them, Take heed and beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And they reasoned among themselves, saying, It is because we have taken no bread. But Jesus, being aware of it, said to them, O you of little faith, why do you reason among yourselves because you have brought no bread? Do you not yet understand or remember the five loaves of the five thousand and how many baskets you took up, nor the seven loaves of the four thousand and how many large baskets you took up? How is it you do not understand that I did not speak to you concerning bread, but to beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and Sadducees? Then they understood that he did not tell them to beware of the leaven of the bread, but of the doctrine of the Pharisees and Sadducees.
2: Verse 13, When Jesus arrived in the village of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, What are people saying about who the Son of Man is? They replied, Some think he is John the baptizer. Some say Elisha and some Jeremiah or one of the other prophets. He pressed them, and what about you? Who do you say I am? Simon Peter said, you're the Christ, the Messiah, the son of the living God. Jesus came back. God bless you, Simon, son of Jonah. You didn't get that answer out of the books from the teachers. My father in heaven, God himself, let you in on this secret of who I really am. And now I'm gonna tell you who you are, who you really are. You are Peter, a rock. This is the rock on which I will put together my church, a church so expansive with energy that not even the gates of hell will be able to keep it out. And that's not all. You will have complete and free access to God's kingdom, keys to open any and every door, no more barriers between heaven and earth, earth and heaven. A yes on earth is yes in heaven and a no on earth is no in heaven. He swore the disciples to secrecy. He made them promise they would tell no one that he was the Messiah. Then Jesus made it clear to his disciples that it was now necessary for him to go to Jerusalem, submit to an ordeal of suffering at the hands of the religious leaders, be killed, and then on the third day, be raised up alive. Peter took him in hand, protesting. Impossible, master, that can never be. But Jesus didn't swerve. Peter, get out of my way. Satan, get lost. You have no idea how God works. Then Jesus went to work on his disciples. Anyone who intends to come with me has to let me lead. You're not in the driver's seat. I am. Don't run from suffering. Embrace it. Follow me and I'll show you how. Self-help is no help at all. Self-sacrifice is the way, my way to finding yourself, your true self." What kind of deal is it to get everything you want, but lose yourself? What could you even trade your soul for? Don't be in such a hurry to go into business for yourself. Before you know it, the son of man will arrive with all of the splendor of his father, accompanied by an army of angels. You'll get everything you have coming to you, a personal gift. This isn't pie in the sky by and by. Some of you standing here are going to see it take place. See the son of man in kingdom glory.
1: Amen. Wow. I know. I was wrong. About. About. About about being about the same amount of ter- material.
2: Oh, but it was good.
1: Oh, it's good. Eugene that the Peterson, message was a was... lot longer. Lot. Oh, Be yeah. I actually lost lost my place. Yeah. I actually know the Bible pretty good. Where you were at there <laughs> yeah. for a while, um, in that chapter. Uh, yeah. Well, I I'll let you say what you want to say in just a minute. Yeah. I thought it was interesting that um, how he rebuked him. Uh huh. Verse twenty three from the message. Could you uh.
2: I would love to. Read that. Yeah, verse, verse
1: 23. It's, it's where he says...
2: But Jesus didn't swerve. Peter, get out of my way. Satan, get lost. You have no idea how God works.
1: Huh. Yeah. He definitely delineates between Peter and Satan. Yeah. In the way it's written in the message. hmm He, in the New King James, it just says, get behind me, Satan. Yeah. And... I think we—I believe most people that read this understand that, you know, there is a difference here between Satan and Peter. Yeah. And that Peter's trying, you know, is being used a bit by Satan to yep. try to swerve Jesus off his task. But I just thought it was interesting how it read. Read it one more time, 23.
2: Yeah. But Jesus didn't swerve. Peter, get out of my way. Satan, get lost. You have no idea how God works.
1: Yeah. It's interesting that he talked like he was saying— one thing to Peter and another thing to Satan. Yeah. Rather than just saying to Peter. Addressing. Get thee behind me, Satan. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. What'd you see? Yeah, so I. you got all excited with your I little Marie I about? I did get excited. I was like, ooh,
2: I found it. And so, and I like that about the word. This is good for you guys to yeah. find the thing that jumps off the page. I've read this chapter an unknown amount of times, listened to it multiple times, but I really love this. Is he asked them in verse 15, he pressed them, and how about you? Who do you say I am? And this is so powerful. We, we know the story of Peter identifying him as the Messiah, but it was once Peter knew who he really was that Jesus told Peter who he was. Mm-hmm. And there's an important sequence there. As he goes on, he says, you're the Christ, the Messiah, the son of God. When they were thinking, maybe it's one of these other prophets. And then he came back and says, God bless you, Peter, son of Jonah. You didn't get that from God or from the answers from the books, but from my father. And then he goes on to tell him, and now I'm going to tell you who you are, who you really are. And I love that. It just blessed me to think about in my life before I got saved, I was Chris, like I wasn't Christian like I go by now. That was my birth name. But, you know, I was a crazy person who got into a lot of trouble and did a lot of silly things. And I I literally had a name change when I gave my heart to the Lord because I realized that old person was dead. And we see it throughout the Bible with Abram to Abraham Absolutely. and Sarai to Sarah and, you know, Saul to Paul and so many instances. Silas,
1: Peter, Silas. Oh yeah, it's
2: so powerful of saying you're no longer that old person but i love just the importance of it wasn't until he really knew who jesus was and jesus had been with him at this point i mean this is this is leading up to the climax here that mm-hmm. he has spent years with him but god revealed who he was and then once he really knew who jesus was then he discovered who he was and so get that sequence right don't try to find your identity in your career And in everything else that you go out there, find your identity in Christ and let him tell you who you are.
1: Uh, That's a good word. Let me, and I want to say that this, I think, is not, this is not a one-time event in someone's life about seeing Jesus and understanding who God is through Jesus Christ or a little bit more about the Lord. And then that's it for you. In fact, if you go back in Peter's life to an earlier time, I believe it's the time in fact, I think we can we can mesh three times together. They're very powerful in Peter's life. The first one would be when uh, Peter was fishing and he yeah. fished all night, and he hadn't caught any any fish. And the Lord said, "Cast, you know, launch out in the deep, yeah. let down your nets for a catch." And uh, he said, "But we fished all night." He said, "You know, let down your nets." He did, and they took in a huge catch of fish. The Bible says. That that Peter says to Jesus, You're Lord, and then depart from me, yeah. for I am a sinful man. So the first step for Peter in seeing who the Lord was and yeah. seeing who he was, yeah. was just like you discovered that you were Chris, yeah. you know, and had all these issues. Yeah. We all need to come to that place that we figure out all of sin and fallen short of the glory yeah. of God. And that again comes from knowing who Jesus is helps to know who you are. But the great part is Jesus doesn't leave Peter there. Yeah. He then does the name change with him right then. It yeah. says, furthermore, from now on, you'll catch men. Yep. And then another time that I think fits with that same thing is when, when Jesus meets Peter on the beach for mm-hmm. breakfast yeah. after the resurrection. And uh, they see the guy on the beach. They're not sure who he is. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he says, throw down your net. They catch a big bunch of fish. And Peter goes, it's the Lord. Yeah. And he again recognizes now the, the risen Messiah, yeah. the risen Lord and Savior. And it takes him one more step in the journey of actually knowing himself mm-hmm. in this process. And so uh, I don't know. That's a great point. And I think super valuable. It's at the feet of Jesus you're gonna find yourself. Yeah, yeah. Not in anything else. Not in power, prestige, uh, money. You know, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Yeah. None of those things will give you what you need to fulfill you, but you can be fulfilled in Jesus. I love that. When you see who you are in Christ.
2: It's so good. Just looking at the redemption of Jesus too, with Peter who blew it here and made some mistakes for sure. You know, well, he blew he, it here in, in he the same
1: 15 minutes.
2: Yeah. He's, he's, <laughs> he's, you know, get behind me, Satan, you know, because he's trying to divert him from the plan. And then, I, I can't jump ahead. I almost got into another chapter. I'm going to stop. I just, no, I, go ahead. I, I caught myself. Go ahead. Well, well, they go up and they, they have this experience where he wants to build these monuments. Oh, and don't talk
1: like, about the mountain. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and so he does it again is I love Peter because he's real and he's, he's a little bit energetic. I can relate to that. He's got a little bit of like fire in him and Jesus has to be like, Hey, appreciate it, Peter, but we got to pull back a little bit. Like, you know, I, I tell the teenagers, I heard this phrase from you and I love it, is I would always rather say, whoa, than go. Is someone who's got a little bit more energy and vibrance that I got to kind of like, hey, let's steer you in the right direction. Absolutely. But it's better than someone who you can't even get moving. Absolutely. Because what can you do with that? Like, I'd
1: much rather ride a wild horse than a dead one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, dead horses don't get you very far no. in in that situation. Yeah, there's all sorts of things that I think are very, very powerful in this, ver- in this chapter, in uh, and in this uh, relationship between Peter and Jesus. And there is this incredible, you know, part about who do, uh, he starts out with who do men say that I am. And it is important who men say Jesus is, yeah. and you know, so this would be like, you know, having the word man on the street where you yeah. go and down a Cocoa Village, yeah, let's yeah. say, or, you know, downtown Melbourne or wherever you live in Titusville or and, and put a mic at somebody's face, well, who is Jesus? Oh, well, I think he was a good man. Or, yeah. you know, people would just go through what they say there. And, and what's interesting is it says some say John the Baptist. Mm-hmm. Some say Elijah. Others, Jeremiah. Or one of the prophets. And, and what that tells me is each one of those people, John the Baptist, what did he do? He went about saying repent yeah. for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Uh, Elijah... Who is Elijah? He was a miracle working prophet, yeah. pretty incredible that way. What about Jeremiah? Well, he was known as a weeping prophet. Yeah. Jesus had great compassion, being moved with compassion, did so many things. Yeah. Or one of the prophets, they said of him, he doesn't speak the word like the scribes, but as one who has authority. Yeah. But each one of those things is one aspect yeah. of who Jesus is, repent. Maybe healing or miracle, maybe compassion, maybe, you know, the word. Of course, he and the word are one. And and then he asks the question, uh, but who do you say I am? So it's important what others say about Jesus. Yeah. But it's more important what you say about Jesus. Yeah. It's only what you say, and I see this culturally uh, sometimes in families especially where where the grandma was is a strong Christian, yeah. loves the Lord. And then all the grandkids are, and I've got air quotes around this, Christians, yeah. because grandma is. And, you know, they just, they they know some of the jargon and the lingo. Yeah. Uh, they know what it's like to be prayed for a long time in their life because their grandma's been praying for them. But they really don't have a living, active relationship yeah. with Jesus. And it, they're not going to get to heaven. There's new, no grandkids grandma.
2: in the kingdom
1: of God. Yep. There's sons and daughters. That's right. Yeah. So the, you're not going to get to heaven on what your parents believe. Yeah. Or what your grandfather or grandmother believe you're only going to get to heaven on what you believe so it's important and then he says thou art the christ the son of the living god which i think is important when he says that he's saying you're not part you are the whole yeah completely you know uh we're going to look at and one of the problems in some sometimes we can as the church get focused on an aspect a part of well, we're a love church yeah. or we're a miracles church grace or we're only, a, yeah grace only church Or we're a Word, the Bible is preached here, is on the sign, church. And I got news for you you're supposed to be all those things, yeah, and more. You're supposed to reflect the fullness of who the Son of God is. Paul
2: said "I was all things to all people. Yeah,
1: and and super important that way. So I love that portion and what it's talking about there. I think it's very powerful.
2: That's neat. Mm -hmm. Verse 19 is a really powerful verse, and it says in the message, and that's not all, you will have complete and free access to God's kingdom, keys to open any and every door, no more barriers between heaven and earth. And yes on earth is a yes in heaven and a no on earth is no in heaven. This reminds me a little bit of Mark eleven and just the power that we have with our words and realizing that we have the keys of the kingdom. Many people are going around today in 2020 still feeling defeated and beat up and not realizing the authority that they have in Christ. And I don't have a lot of time to unpack that in this last final minute, but just know that like maybe I can give a plug is we have a course through our ECCU university. That's, you know, who you are in Christ. I got a chance to teach it this last year and we'll spend, you know, four weeks unpacking this, but every believer needs to know who they really are.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, very important. You know, we we shared on it a couple weeks ago. I think you were last week. I think you were with me for chapter 12. Is that Mm -hmm. right? Yes, sir. And it says there, you know, uh, it says a good man out of the good treasure. It's verse 35. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things. Evil man out of the evil treasure brings forth evil things. Mm -hmm. And then it says, but I say to you that for every idle word men may speak, they will give account of. You know, there's no word without power. It's either going to be life-giving or death-giving. One of the two. And even idle words can get you in trouble. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a minute.
0: You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too big. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321 258 9853. Or find them online at ineedafence.com. Kids. That's 321-453-5437. Welcome back to the Morning Breath podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with
1: their final thoughts. Verse 24 says, Then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and and follow me. And then he goes on to kind of expound on that. Forever desires to save his life will lose it. Whatever loses his life for my sake will find it. We've been talking about uh, Make It Merry, our Christmas series. It's called Make It Merry. And boy, if there's ever a year that we needed to make it merry and and, and see the joy of the Lord. And the joy of the Lord is not just, you know, giggling and laughing and, and being silly, though that can be fun too. And uh, I just I love it when I see a, a family member just sort of lose control, laughing, and just gets really tickled, and and as uh, you know, just roaring with laughter. But joy is a, a deep, abiding satisfaction from God that just resonates on the inside of a, a believer. And the Bible says the joy of the Lord is our strength. And one of the keys for walking in joy, and this is a great season to do it is use joy as an acronym j-o-y jesus others yourself Mm. if you'll just get that order right uh, this season you know to put the lord first during this season well it's christmas we ought to but anyway put the lord first then find somebody else that you can bless and then put yourself down the list, you will actually find that you experience more joy living life that way. That's a good word. Yeah, see you, Pastor Christian. Talk to you guys next time. See you, Nick. Bye.
0: We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath Podcast.